Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Tiara Darnell. I'm a 31-year-old freelance journalist from Portland, Oregon. I just moved to Buffalo from Portland because my boyfriend got a job here. And here we are in this new city, but I'm not really sure what my purpose is here because for the first time I've moved for someone else's dream and not for my own. Oh! Another moving predicament. Oh, yes. Tiara is a freelance journalist and podcaster who focuses on the cannabis industry. Mm -hmm. And as she mentioned, she left her home in Portland to move to Buffalo, New York with her boyfriend. So this move wasn't exactly her idea. And I can imagine that's bringing up plenty of stressful thoughts like, how do I find my place here in this city that I never really wanted to live in? Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Well, we better get this episode started so we can help. Yeah. I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. In each episode of this show, we distill our extensive knowledge of self-help into one key idea. It's not about figuring out what you're doing wrong and then fixing it. It's more about seeing yourself in a new light. You are enough. With that in mind, we help a listener tackle a predicament in their life, offering them a set of self-love steps and eavesdropping as they follow our advice for two weeks. Or don't follow our advice, and that's fine too. Because at the end of the day, we're not trying to get them to give up who they are for us. We just want to help them get reacquainted with the fabulous person we all see. Because we love you. And so can you. All right. So for our last guest of this season, we're working with Tiara. Yep. And after her boyfriend got a great job across the country, she decided to follow him out to Buffalo. So it only seemed right to hear this boyfriend side of the story, too. Hi, I'm Adam Lorette. I moved to Buffalo, New York for a job. And luckily, my uh, girlfriend and I've been in the longest relationship of my life so far, decided to come with me. Um, I am hoping she'll find a place here like I have um, and that we can both grow together here. And that's why I'm nominating her for We Love You. As Adam said, he and Tierra have been together quite a while, six years to be exact. They met on Tinder, which, by the way, is where I met my husband, and then kindled that flame of a relationship at their favorite haunts in Portland, Oregon. Which, full disclosure, is where I was born and raised. So PDX represent, keep Portland (laughs) weird. I remember when the Pearl wasn't a district and it was just a scary place. Represent (laughs) grunge. All right, moving on. And yet another full disclosure. I happen to love Buffalo. It's one of my favorite cities in America. I've had many a girls weekend there. Buffalo rocks. In short, we both felt especially well-equipped to help Tierra. 
So we called her and Adam up while they were in Buffalo on Valentine's Day because, you know, we're super romantic. (laughs) And we started by asking about the big move. It kind of came out of left field, this idea about moving to Buffalo and the timeline for when his job offer was made to him accepting it and settling on a start date was really quick. So it just happened really, really fast. What What were your initial feelings? I was sort of just like, well, you should go for it, but don't let me not wanting to move stop you from going to do the interview because, you mm. know, I might just stay here. <laughs> like, I don't know what my plan is, but you should go do that because it'd be a really great opportunity for you. But I just was, yeah, it was a no for me initially and a little bit of ambivalence about it. And what changed your mind then? Because clearly you're in Buffalo right now. I am in Buffalo right now. It's like seven (laughs) degrees outside. So um, what changed my mind? Time. Uh, Time Hmm. to think about it. But now that you're actually in Buffalo and moving's died down, holidays have died down, you're now just like, great, what am I doing here? I think I asked myself that a lot the first two weeks when I was here consecutively. And I think I asked myself that question less now, but Mm -hmm. I do definitely miss Portland in some ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what would you say at this point your predicament is, or what are you looking to be more at peace with at this point in your journey? Honestly, I think the thing that's been the hardest for me has been figuring out what I'm going to do in terms of work here. And I still don't Mm -hmm. quite have that figured out yet. Um, One of the things that also made it a little bit easier to move out here was that Adam told me I didn't have to pay rent. And so that obviously (laughs) as a freelancer, that was like a ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So that helped. But even still, I struggle with feeling like I'm not contributing enough I want to be independent on my own without him, but I also want to be independent with him and be able to contribute so that it feels like a balanced relationship. I'm not really the type of person who's used to having to depend on other people for Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. financial stability. And here, not knowing anybody, not having any network, and most of my freelance being very Portland-based and me not being in Portland anymore has meant that This is like starting from scratch all over again. And Mm. I think it's easier to move to a new place when you're in your 20s. But when you're in your early 30s and people have already done college and graduate school and they've moved about, it's really hard to break into a new culture. And have you made a big move before? I'm originally from the Maryland, D.C. area. I left in 2012 to go do the Peace Corps in Morocco. So I moved to a country— that's a complete 180 from the United States right. and lived like in this really rural town on the edge of the desert in the Atlas Mountains. So I've done that before. And then moving out to Oregon, same thing. I didn't know anybody when I moved to Oregon. I'd never been there before. I just really wanted to work on a vineyard because the path in life that I had envisioned for myself, that made sense for me to do mm-hmm. that at that time. So I had moved quite a bit, but I really felt like I was in a place where I finally had roots down. I'd been in Portland for, you know, a little over five years. And 
I just wasn't really looking to move. I just yeah. wanted to complain about Portland why I still live there. I <laughs> we all do. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's okay if I say this, but Adam would not be a Buffalo if I weren't in his life because he would probably be content still working at the same job. He worked at this company for maybe 11 years or somewhere around oh, there. Oh, wow. And started out as an intern and then became like VP of operations. So at that point, I was just kind of like, you know, if you're going to make a move, you need to do it soon because, you know, there, this you hit the ceiling of where you can go here. And I see more potential, but you need to see it. I think he finally just got tired of like one of my late night soapbox rants, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And that that recruiter on LinkedIn reached out just like the day after that, right at the right time. Do you feel like you're like, well, I'm partially here because of my own damn mouth? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly how I felt when he told me that he got the interview. I was like, damn. You're like, oh, shit, I've been pushing him to see what else is out there. Now he's doing it, and I have to, like, deal with that. Exactly. And one of my friends asked me, is there any other city in the U.S. that he could have said that you wouldn't have felt the same way that you Mm. felt? And I thought about it. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I just really wasn't in move mode. It wasn't something we had talked about, and it just kind of happened. But of all the cities that he could have chosen— Buffalo was definitely like the last on the list or very low. (laughs) So now that you're actually in Buffalo, what does a typical day look like for you? Oh, God, it's so embarrassing compared to how I was in Portland. Um, I will kind of wake up a little bit when Adam's alarm goes off in the morning about uh, six. And then, I don't know, we usually just like lay there and listen to you know, the morning news podcast. And then he gets up and gets dressed. And then I lay there and usually go back to sleep. And unfortunately, I don't know what is going on with me, but it might just be because our living room is dark and we're sleeping there right now. And that's a whole other story right now. But (laughs) um, I will go to sleep again after he gets up. And I'll wake up and it'll be like 10.30 or 11 o'clock in the morning. And I'm not used to sleeping that late anymore. Usually I'm up about 8 or 8.30, you know, have my morning routine, tea, and then start working. But lately I just can't seem to get up past or like before 10.30, 11 o'clock. So it's made it so that my day is really short because then as soon as he comes home, which is like around 6 then I get distracted because he's home and I can't work. So it makes it hard to get stuff done and be productive. Wait, speaking of Adam, I think we should probably just bring him in here. Yeah. Adam, can you join us? I am here. Yay! (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right. So, Adam, what would you say are the things you admire most about Tierra? I think uh, the things I admire most is when she puts her mind to something, she gets it done. Um, And also, she's just, she has a really good heart. That's very sweet. And so when you think about Tierra in Buffalo now, what do you worry about? I'm worried that uh, um, she'll just get stuck in the house. Uh, I go uh, go to work each day and uh, and then she would be stuck in the house in the cold and the snow. And have nothing to do because I know that is not going to be positive. Right. Tierra is definitely a person that needs to uh, find her own her own thing. I mean, she wants to contribute, but she doesn't. She doesn't want to be like an at home person. 
Got it. That makes perfect sense. So at the end of this two weeks working with us, Adam, what is your dream outcome for Tierra? I think just her finding her place um, in the city and being happy, being able to find something to do um, and to be able to at least start making inroads into like uh, mm-hmm. the communities she was making in, in Portland, being able to find more friends. Because it is hard to find friends once you're yeah, older. Oh, totally. Yeah. And Tierra, what would you say your dream outcome is at the end of two weeks with us? I hope to have more friends and a little bit better understanding of opportunities for me to do things that get me outside of the house on a fairly regular basis uh, where I can meet people in the community and just really start to get to know Buffalo through the eyes of the people who live here. I love that. I'm obsessed with that. That is such a beautiful, almost like poetic dream outcome. You know, it sounds like Tierra is super outgoing by nature and like has a good vision for what she wants. And yet they're both kind of worried about her getting stuck in the house. Mm. I mean, it sounds like she needs a bit of a nudge. Right. And I do think, Kristen, you might be the perfect person to help Tierra love Buffalo because, uh, you love it more than anyone I know, really. Yes, I mean, well, don't <laughs> it. you and I and Tierra and Adam know this, but our call ended with another 20 minutes or maybe 30 minutes of me just talking about everything great in Buffalo. Go to this bar, go to this restaurant. This is a great spot to hang out in. Take this little tram. Oh my gosh. Yes, the mini trade. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, poor Lindsay, our producer, she had to spend, I don't know how long, cutting out all the stuff I was saying about Buffalo. Thank you, Lindsay. There was a lot of tape. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's been a few days since we all chatted, and I think it's time to get Tierra going on this prescription. You know, we've got to get her half as into Buffalo as you are. Yes, and we're going to do it. So let's get her on the line. Hello. Hello, Tierra. Hello. Hi. Hey, it's Kristen and Jolenta. How y'all doing? Oh, Good to hear from you again. It's so nice to hear from you again. It is. Well, um, we wrote up a prescription for you, and are you ready to hear it? Let's go. Step one is reassess what you want. For this step, we want you to really sit down and figure out what it is you want for your future in your new home of Buffalo. Maybe it's the same future you wanted in Portland, and that's great, but take a moment just to think it all through. Our favorite way to do this is dun, da, da, dun, dun, yeah. a vision board. <laughs> think of the short term. Think of the long term. Think of everything that you're feeling and what you want to do with your work and with your free time. Think about how you can make the best use of what's available to you in Buffalo that you might not have access to in Portland. Have you ever made a vision board yeah. before? Um, yes, it's been a long time. And it's actually funny that you say that because I started cutting like things out of magazines and stuff before I left Portland. And I didn't make the time to make a vision board, even though I had the intention to do it. What, what, what? Now you have the time. I can tell Jolento's so excited about this right now. Oh my gosh, she's giving it away. I just, I just love a good VB. this, This is a step that she wrote. And yeah, to hear that you've already 
pre-vision boarded. Oh, it's Joel just, I mean, it's like, right hello, be still my heart. I'm in love. <laughs> pre-vision board sounds like a pretty strong word. I just like had arts and crafts time for a second, but didn't do anything with it. So I'm excited for this step. <laughs> All right. You ready for step two? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, step two is plan for those aimless days. As you settle in and figure out your big career plan, there are bound to be some aimless days. Don't leave them empty. Make a list of at least seven things you want to accomplish. The list could include applying for jobs, reading a book, connecting with local alumni in your area, writing to former employers for connections. It's totally up to you. Then give your day some structure. Set your alarm clock to wake up at the same time every day. Get dressed. Get cracking on at least one of the things on the list. And, you know, you get bonus points if you get out of the house at the same time, either maybe going to the library or accomplishing some list items at a coffee shop out in the world. How's that sound? That sounds pretty good. Uh, I just need to, like, do it. There's some things on there. Yeah, like getting out of the house at the same time that I could be better at. Excellent. Good. Are you ready for step three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Step three is introduce yourself. One of the best things about being new in town is the chance to meet new people. So go out there and do it. Introduce yourself to your new neighbors. Strike up conversations with the baristas at your local coffee shops. Go to the local bookstore. Say, hi, I'm new in town. My name's Tierra. Hey, Mm -hmm. what are the best things to do here? Befriend some bartenders. Say hi to everyone you encounter. Pet every dog. Talk to all humans. Be out there and say hello. Yeah, that's really great advice, too. I definitely, when I do encounter people, I definitely trot that. Like, oh, I just moved here. Because naturally, they want to be like, oh, where'd you move from? And it's a great conversation opener. So I've been using that a lot. Oh, good. Excellent. So that is your week one prescription. Do you think you're ready to go out and do it? No, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. It's just, it's validating to hear someone else say some of the things that I already kind of had in mind, but I haven't fully realize myself because I've just been, you know, busy and caught up in other things. So I really need to make an effort to follow the advice that I kind of was thinking about and you guys have so clearly (laughs) laid out for me. That's where we left Tierra to start her first week. And Jolenta, it sounds like Tierra is already well on her way with these steps. A lot of them she's Mm -hmm. even started already. But is starting something the same as finishing it? No. You know, remember, (laughs) uh, a vision board isn't fully a vision board until you take all those ideas and pretty pictures and actually, like, glue them onto something, you know? You can have the vision, but if you don't have the board, like, where's the structure? (laughs) You're right. You're right. And I guess we'll find out if Tierra finishes any of these steps right after this break. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back. And before we start listening to Tierra's audio diaries for this week, I want you to go on a journey with me to Buffalo. Yay! I love a journey to Buffalo. Yay! So we're in a living room. Tierra's on the ground. Adam's lying on the couch. There are magazine clippings and poster boards and art supplies, glue sticks all over the place. It's basically my dream scenario. And it's exactly what happened this week. Tierra got Adam to join her in that vision board stuff. There's more us intense just figuring out camping in this area because there is actually a lot of natural beauty in western New York. Yeah, your drawing is not one of them, though. No, no. Uh, <laughs> stick figures. Ugh, incredible. So good. So, so good. And Tierra organized her vision board around three main goals. First, not working for other people, a.k.a. being her own boss. Second, building strength and wealth. And third, owning a cannabis business. Then branching out from that are things like drink more water, more patience, more love, learn about tea, affirmations, get to know Buffalo better. And then at the very top, embrace a new beginning. It starts with a dream. And so that is sort of like a window into whatever the different things that I can imagine for myself. And um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Oh, yeah. And then at the bottom, there's there's a space on the left where it says I did it and it says 07 right there. So that's a space for me to continue expanding this vision board. So I want to write um, goals that I have for like the next seven months and where I want to be. And then where it says 365, that's in the next year. And so, and then it says five years over there. So I'm going to try to write something that, um, you know, the things that I want to achieve in five years. So I wanted this vision board to be not just for like my immediate future, but also to think about, Beyond that, like in the next seven months, in the next year, in the next five years, these are sort of the things that I want to have in my orbit of ideas that I want to work on and I'm envisioning for myself. So that's my board. I think your board's beautiful. And obviously you're not done with it because you have years worth of things to add. There's stuff to be done. But that's why I put it on a bigger poster board like that because I want to be able to keep adding to it and... Um, you know, the visions aren't stagnant or they shouldn't be. So I just wanted to make sure I had space and, um, you know, that space, the negative space that's on there is just a reminder that 
there's more than one vision that I can have and visions build on each other so I can keep building on this. Kristen, Tiara just blew my mind. What a very, very cool way to think about a vision board as something you can keep adding to and changing. It's growing with you as your vision grows. I'm in love. I'm in love. Seriously, it's incredible. She's a true vision board visionary. Get it? Oh, wow. Vision board wow. visionary. And that was just step one. I punned. Mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Let's get on to step two then, shall we? Can't wait yes. to see if any more puns come. Uh <laughs> For step two, Tiara made a list of what she wants to do during her aimless days. Yes, that list was really just building on what she put on her vision board. It included doing more weightlifting, learning more about tea, checking out local coffee shops, and working on her business plan. And all of that is sounding great. But I do have to wonder if she's even going to have any aimless days because she sent us this surprise audio diary. Listen. So, today was your first day at work? Today was my first day at work. Uh, okay, hold the phone. How did Tiara already get a job? Holy moly, she moves so fast. Yeah, it was a really, really good day. And I'm excited to go back tomorrow. And I'm excited to learn how to use the espresso machine Ooh, in the near future. Yeah, learn how to pull an espresso. You know what's funny, though, about First. that is that I never, uh, it almost was a point of pride for me not knowing how to make a cup of coffee. <laughs> 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 and now I have to make a cup of coffee. Now you do. Yup. Tira ended up getting a part-time job at a local bakery and cafe, which, I mean, is a beyond brilliant way of doing step two, you know, filling those aimless days, and step three, introducing herself to new people all day long. Seriously, working at a place where the locals like to hang out, Tira is a mastermind at meeting mm. new people. But she did not stop there. Tira actually sent us a bunch of audio diaries about meeting new people this week. Truly, I think Tiara must be one of the most outgoing people we have ever met, Kristen. It seems like everywhere she went, she met someone new or met someone who wanted to introduce her to someone else. Like, it's it's amazing. Totally. And just to give all of you who are listening at home a taste of how much Tiara is kicking ass at meeting new people, listen to this audio diary about a local journalist she emailed. You know, just kind of laid it on the line. I was like, hey... I'm new in town and I don't know anybody and what you're writing about is really cool and your background seems really cool. And I think I honestly said, like, this might seem weird, but I'm just really looking for some friends, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so just kind of being honest. And it turned out that she actually felt the same way. Tiara, I can't with you. You're amazing. She's making professional connections. She's making personal connections. She's just a connection machine. Well, I don't think there's anything left for this week other than to check in with Tiara then. Shall we give her a call? Uh, yes, let's call her. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning Tiara. Oh, that voice. So, like, <laughs> yeah. rich in the morning. Yeah. That's the voice of someone who got a good night's sleep. Oh, I I'm so jealous. jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tiara, how was your first week living by our steps? Uh, yeah, you sounded like you were totally killing it this week. Uh, what was the highlight? Um, I mean, I think the thing that I'm most excited about was that I found a barber, which Ooh. is amazing because it's so hard to like move to a new place and find a place where the person can cut your hair the way you want it. Mm -hmm. I actually, the backstory behind how I found this barber is I was in Whole Foods and this woman commented on my 
the haircut that I had. Uh-huh. And I just happened to ask her, like, oh, I'm new here. Do you know of any barbers that might be able to do something similar? The guy that she was with said, yeah, but I just can't think of the name of it. But here's an address. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he just oh. gave me an address. That's to hilarious. Place. So I went over to the address just to check it out. And lo and behold, there's a barbershop there. And the guy who owns it just started it a few months ago. And oh my God. Yeah, he took me that day. Yeah. I got a haircut. That is amazing. I love that you just went there. Same. And I also just have to mention I loved listening to you and Adam talk about your vision boards because uh, it sounded like that step really worked for you. So, how are you feeling about it? There's still times where I can't help but feel lonely because I miss my friends or Mm -hmm. whoever it is or some event is happening and I can't be there. So just making sure that I am kinder to myself and a little bit more patient is really important. Like if a vision board were a cocktail, Mm -hmm. you know, like it needs to have a little bit of, uh, for me anyway, yeah, patience, yeah, drive and ambition, all those things. But also, and a lot of people don't, they get surprised when I say this, but I still have issues with confidence when it comes to doing something that I've never done before. I don't feel like I know enough about it. Mm. I always feel like I have to overcompensate with education and asking a million questions and getting validation. Mm. And sometimes I just need to be more confident about what it is that I want and going out and doing it and just, you know, learning on the fly because so many other people do that. That's such a smart observation. It really is. So how are you feeling with week one down going into week two? Uh, hopeful was the first word that came to mind. Hey. Since you're feeling so hopeful after the first week, um, we hope you're going to enjoy your week two prescription. Are you ready to hear it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's get to it. All right. First up, we have step four, be a joiner. There are groups for just about every identity and hobby out there. Find some that appeal to you and join them. Perhaps you can attend a meetup for audiomakers or join a Black Journalists Association and sign up for a writing class to meet other writers. You could volunteer with a cause you care about or even start your own club for people who are new in town. Obviously, not every group is going to be your cup of tea, but all of them will be a chance to meet a potential new friend or maybe even a potential coworker. That sounds really good. All right. And your final step, step five, make dates to enjoy your new town. We've talked a lot about work up until now and meeting new people, but we also want you to have legit fun. So make some dates with Adam to do things you can only do in Buffalo. Ride that little subway I've told you about. Root for the sad local football team. Visit Frank Lloyd Wright's Martin House Museum. Go to the top of Historic City Hall. Peruse one of the city's famous flea markets. Take a weekend trip to Niagara Falls. Once you get busier, it will be harder to do all these things. So try to enjoy this time now instead of letting it get you down. If you need help coming up with some ideas, let us know. I mean, mostly let Kristen know. I was the one writing this step, and Kristen was literally just yelling different things to do (laughs) over my shoulder for like half an hour. She's like, oh, wait, did you have that? Oh, no, what about this? Hold on. The buffalo, the trolley. Oh, my God. Yay. So, like, truly hit up Kristen. She is here for you, and she has many thoughts. Yeah, I hope this prescription just helps you get out there and enjoy that wonderful new town of yours. Well, and I think also just having stuff written down, because, you know, like, you can think of something, but then it's so fleeting. So just having, like, a prescription that I can go back to and look at it and sort of, like, have it 
on the checkbox on most of my calendar, right next to my calendar. I look at every day, just making sure that I attempt one of the pieces of advice, you know, um, every day, if not multiple ones, every single day is really helpful. Oh, I love Tiara's attitude here. Honestly, it's just so nice to hear that after only one week, she's feeling so hopeful. I mean, she has very good reason to feel that way. She's getting out of the house. She's met a ton of new people already. She literally already picked up a part-time job that gives her structure and a way to contribute to household finances. Like, she's crushing it hard. Yeah, truly a win, 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 win. I just hope she doesn't lose any of this momentum next week because I think that's where she's really going to shine. Well, we'll find out how hard she shines right after this break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I was hours into a hunt for new digs at the local shopping mall and losing steam fast when fate intervened. Drumsticks, get your drumsticks. Nutty, sweet drumstick. What luck. One drumstick, please. Here you go. This is hot and made of chicken. I want an ice-cold, creamy, crunchy drumstick Sunday cone. You and me both, buddy. But that's the vendor next door. Drumsticks. But that line is three miles long. Oh, well. Another day, another drumstick. We are back, and Tierra did not waste any time going out there and being a joiner for her step four. I'm at MT Cup, which is a uh, Black-owned cafe in Buffalo, and I just came here the other night to check it out, and there was also a entrepreneur info session with like one of the nonprofits that gives loans, micro loans to uh, aspiring entrepreneurs. And anyway, I met up with someone who I met there here at Empty Cup and we had a really great conversation about her dreams about business ownership, my dreams about business ownership. And it turns out that this is actually a really great place to just come and kick it and do work on my laptop. It's really a hub for Black community in Buffalo, and I'm really glad to have found this spot. So, yeah, this is just a quick report from the field on my success following up on my prescription. I can't. This is... Basically, everything Tiara was looking for all in one audio diary. There's community. She's finding resources for small business owners and new coffee shops. I mean, come on. I mean, we could stop there, but Tiara didn't. No, she didn't. She still <laughs> had that last step where she and Adam got to explore Buffalo together. Ugh, love this step. Here's an audio diary she sent us of the two of them driving around town together looking for a bar. Acropolis. That's funny because it reminds me of the strip club in Portland. 
Man, I do. The one, one thing I do like about this place, though, like the street art, like I love that mural back there with the oh, lips, yeah. the mouths on it, and then this one right here. With this the... one, which is like a abstract, like Pikachu looking thing, <laughs> dog. I don't know. Like if Ren and Stimpy collided with Pokemon, that's what it would look like. Well, the buildings are interesting too. Squeeze like this street compared to in Portland, like they've already replaced most of these buildings. Look how beautiful that like mural four is. Four stories with those flowers. Oh it's yeah, so pretty. I do want to go into that record store one day too. Ah. So good. And I like how they're finding the things they like about Buffalo that just don't exist in Portland. Yeah, they were taking it all in and they finally did make it to a local bar where they did the most Buffalo thing they could have possibly done. Tried out a local delicacy. That beef on wet looks delicious, though. Look at all the salt on top of the roll. Like, that's I a know. shit ton of salt. Uh, it's pretty common, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's part of the type of roll that it is. I know, but the salt is so big. I don't even think I'm gonna like eat. I'm gonna have like half of this. There's so much salt. Woo, it's like falling off like pop rocks. For those of you not familiar with Western New York cuisine, beef on weck is a roast beef sandwich served on a roll, covered with rock salt and caraway seeds, served au jus for dipping. Uh, I'm so hungry now. I love a sandwich that comes with a dip more than possibly anything. Like, I'll try. <laughs> if there's any sandwich, any dip, I will dip it and put it in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Dips win over spreads any day. I'm mm. all about the dip, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Such a fun action. All right. I think we should probably stop talking about dip sandwiches and start calling Tierra for our final check-in. Uh, Let's dip into a call with her, shall we, Lindsay? Hello. 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 <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How you doing, Tierra? I'm good. I was just running around getting dressed, you know, trying to do better about getting out of the house at the same time. But uh, I'm a few hours behind schedule today. It's okay. It's okay. You have a very important phone call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how's your second week been going? Um, it's been pretty good. It's been very busy, I would say. Um, nice. I told you about starting a new job last week. And so I had my second week of training. And so that plus doing the freelance stuff kind of ate up a lot of my time, but I did manage to meet some more new people and Yay. went out to like a, a happy hour with this woman who actually Adam and I both went to happy hour with her, but I met her on my last trip to Portland. The bartender where I was, was from Buffalo. And mm -hmm. I mentioned that I was moving there. And then he was like, Oh, this lady across the, side of the other side of the bar like she's from buffalo too and so we just started talking and she was really nice and she gave me her card and told me to be in touch you know when i finally got back and so we finally followed up with each other and you know she brought her um her boyfriend <laughs> to come visit uh and do the happy hour with us and they bought us shots and it was really fun oh so. nice. that sounds so great oh my yeah gosh. oh my gosh well um I mean, everything you're talking about. I feel the, like that's everything. That's everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you have mm -hmm. freelance work, so you're still holding on to your own professional life. You have a part-time job, so you're developing more contacts. You have a social life because you're going to happy hours. Yeah, look at this double date business. Mm -hmm. All of this stuff. Like, wow, 
you don't need us at all. You got this all taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been really fun, but it is it's nice to have had the prescription because it made me be a little bit more intentional. I mean, all these things would have happened, yes, but it just was nice to have the structure and to really think about making sure that I did these things and, and not putting it off because there's a tendency to be like, oh, yeah, like I'll do that. I have time. And then, you know, weeks go by and I don't make a vision board or I don't, you know, take someone up on a happy hour. I just kind of want to be cozy at home. So it was really nice to to have that structure. Listening to your audio diaries, I was blown away because you were meeting people left and right and going to events all over the place during these two weeks. How how do you usually handle being in situations like that? It would it would make me nervous. I don't know. I don't, I'm not really the kind of person that gets like nervous or shuts down in a room full of people. I don't know. I just see that as a, a room full of new opportunities to meet folks. So that's what it was. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Because Such you know, a good attitude. I think that for a lot of people. It's anxiety-inducing to walk into a room full of people they don't know, especially in a town where they're brand new. I mean, it just is one thing after another to be scared about. And your attitude is fantastic. I mean, it's no wonder that you actually have walked away from these experiences having friends when you go in right. so open and so unafraid. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I think about, too, is that it kind of feels like a game. Like, you can almost, like, create a character. I mean, not that I'm going to lie to them and tell them something <laughs> yes. outrageous, but, like, I could if I wanted to, this you know. This is how so all romantic comedies start. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> there thought exactly. that you were a countess. They have no idea that you're not a countess. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that's the fun part about it. It's just nice to be able to try something new with new folks and just kind of not reinvent myself, I don't think, but just kind of reimagine how I introduce myself mm-hmm. and what I tell people about me. Yeah. Oh, setting the tone for myself in this new place. Right. And it's a nice way to sort of appreciate the, like, clean slate about, like, oh, I can introduce myself without this job anymore and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. and just sort of enjoy that as opposed to, like, what do I say? I hate introducing mm-hmm. myself. That's what I say sometimes in my head. But <laughs> instead be like, this is an opportunity. Yeah. So right now everything just feels pretty good. And um, I'm just looking forward to continuing to apply the prescription beyond two weeks. Well, and just I feel like your optimism about moving forward is all I was like really hoping you'd get out of this is just like, you know, you're capable and like sort of like a badass. But uh, I just feel like the location change and the reason for the location change like threw you through like a bit of an existential loop. But like you've got it all there. You're such a go getter. When you get out, you like make friends and get jobs in one second. Like that's insane. Yeah. And I mean, I remember when I left Portland or when I was kind of doing my (laughs) goodbye lap basically with all my friends and favorite places, a lot of people just being like, I have no doubt that you're going to be fine wherever you go. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I guess. But I really didn't believe it then. Even though, I, I mean, I guess I believe it in a sense, but I still felt sad for a lot of reasons. And now I'm just, I believe that, but I'm optimistic even more than I was before about what could be. It's a lot of work to rebuild the social network, but sure. it definitely can be fun um, to do it. So like I said, I'm good and I'm grateful to have had the experience so far and especially to have you all as a part of it um, so early on because I think that this definitely helps set the tone for what comes next. Uh, T. 
Sierra. She's doing so great. My heart is so full. I'm so happy for her. She's doing the part-time job thing. She's doing the meeting people thing. She's doing the making connections thing. She's doing all the things. She's made one of the most impressive vision boards I've ever seen. Like, she's got it all. I am so glad we were able to meet her at just the right time to give her that push she needed. Yes, and I feel like she's definitely on her way to making Buffalo not just the place like she got dragged to for love, but a city that she's uniquely connected to, that is uniquely her own, where she can see a future for herself. And I'm so excited for everything she has yet to explore in Buffalo. Tierra. I know you're listening now. If you need any recommendations, I am more than happy to help. There's the waterfront, all the fun bars in Allentown, the original home of Buffalo Wings, the Anchor Bar. Did I already mention the super cute little subway train, the Teddy Roosevelt house? Oh, my gosh. In the summertime, you are not going to believe how great the public garden is. And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is Lindsay Cradwell. Lindsay doesn't know much about Buffalo, but just learned that it probably wasn't named after the animal. Instead, it's likely a mispronunciation of the French words beau fleuve, meaning beautiful river. I'm sure I said that That wrong. That sounds beautiful. Wow. Casey Hoford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. Casey would have to say his favorite thing about Buffalo is Ani DeFranco. Our editor is John Delore. While John doesn't want to start a whole Ani DeFranco versus Rick James thing, he feels compelled to mention that Rick James was born in Buffalo first. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. She loves Buffalo wings. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer, and he has no Buffalo comments. Please stay in touch. What is your favorite thing about Buffalo? I mean, have you ever been new in town? How did you meet friends? What did you like most about introducing yourself to every stranger? How did you get your first job? Hit us up. Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at weloveyoupod, at Kristen Meinzer, and at Jalenta G. Or you can leave us a voicemail message at 601-LOVE-171. That's 601 568 3171. Also, don't forget to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you are listening. It helps people find the show. It helps us stay relevant. It helps us spread our love. Yes, especially to Buffalo. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell a friend in Buffalo. Tell a friend who loves Buffalo. And that's all people, right? Tell a Buffalo about the show. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thank you for Buffalo. I mean listening. (laughs) Bye-bye. And remember, we love you. And so can you. You. Lindsay, you're keeping all of this. I've transitioned into a Kristen, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I'm worried about myself. (laughs) It's bleak. I'm in a closet making puns about dips. Stitcher. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 